Welcome to A Voice for Creators. I'm your host, Daniel Norton. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about failure and how it helps us move forward. But first, little show notes. I It's probably going to come pretty abruptly because I forgot to mention it the last couple episodes, but this is the season finale of season two. When I first started the podcast, I started it in March-ish, and we ran all the way through to the end of the year, and then immediately started season two in January, and I probably should have taken a gap between, which I didn't, because I don't want this to be 52 a year. I wanted it to be somewhere in the 40s, which is where we're at now. So what we're going to do is we're going to go post-season after this. This is the end of season two, where we're going to, that's our weekly shows. You will still hear from me. I will occasionally record some episodes, probably more guerrilla style, so it may not sound as good. It may not have video with it, but I'm going to kind of my thoughts, keep so I keep like a diary over the next couple of months. I also have a blog. If you don't know about that, there's a link in the show notes. Check that out. I haven't really been posting on it. I mostly just post links to these, but I may start writing stuff there too, just to mix things up a little bit, get kind of my thoughts together as the year is winding down. Maybe I will start season three late December, or I might start January 1st. I will follow up on that as we get closer. But in any case, thanks everyone who's following me. If you have just started following the podcast, there's tons of episodes you can go back and listen to. So fear not, even if I'm not going to make anything for the next few weeks, I'm still around. Be sure to join the Discord server. That's down in the show notes as well in my YouTube channel, because I'll still be putting content out there on a regular basis. Okay, let's talk failure. So this was actually inspired, weirdly enough, by my other channel. I have a channel for gaming, Bandit's Keep, where I talk about my gaming. And I was talking about when you're playing in a role-playing game, how the, the story is affected by successes, but also by failures. Failures help move us forward in storytelling. When we are looking at our hero, if they just always succeed, 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 it becomes quite boring. Now in life, I think we kind of think the opposite. We're like, no, 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 we just always want to succeed. But the thing is, if you only ever succeed, you're not doing enough stuff, is what I would say. The thing that we want to do is be able to recognize when we need to stop and when we need to kind of move into something else. We should be trying different things. We should be experimenting. When I see people who say things like, and I've done this in the past myself, I'll never do that, or this is just a trend, or those crazy kids, that's a sign that you might want to reevaluate. What we want to do is look, something new comes out. Okay, there's new kinds of cameras, there are new kinds of styles of shooting, there are new kinds of lighting, there's new software we can use, there's new approaches to business, right? How we can market ourselves, whether it be blogs or selling on Etsy or doing art shows or getting into, you know, uh, Instagram magazine type feeds, like those kind of things. Those are all new and exciting places that mostly I never tapped into until a few years ago. I tap into some of them now. And I had to keep trying and I would, I've tried lots of other things I've tried that just didn't really work. Tumblr was something that I had a a lot of fun with growing, but it did nothing for me. I've done Pinterest, but I'm always trying these different things. I approach different areas of photography. Sometimes I like them enough to continue to pursue them. Sometimes I realize even if I like something that I'm not the right person for it. So it's not for me. These are all things we need to think about. And as we grow, we want to just keep trying more things. And as we do, the skills that we learn from those things will be useful on the other things that we're successful doing. And sometimes things will actually come back around to you. You'll try something. It won't really pan out. And the funny thing is, so here's a little story. In, ooh, it was probably like 1998 or 1999, I started messing around with doing video. And 
I bought some stuff and I did some videos. There was at that time, at the time it was the very beginning of people putting like little model clips on their like MySpaces or whatever people were using back then or little websites. And they were terrible little like 320p or whatever, maybe not, maybe they're high uh, videos. And we'd be shooting them on camcorders and like editing and like really clunky software. You'd have to like put the tapes into the computer. Oh man. It was not the days of iPhones and instant videos that we have now. That's for sure. And I invested some money. I invested some time. I was proud of some of the stuff I was doing, but I looked at it and I said, at my skill level and at the level of people that are interested in doing this for me and what I can charge, this isn't right for me. So did I waste that time? Well, not really, because I learned some different things. Later, I got some jobs working on film sets as a stills photographer, but I also was able to lend a hand in some of the smaller sets and make some extra days of work doing some of the lighting stuff because I had started to learn about video lighting because I was getting into video. And I did that a little bit, and that actually got me more work on film sets, which let me meet more people, which got me to meet actors and do headshots. I enjoyed a decent headshot business for a while, but I realized headshots weren't for me. Even though I was making money and it was fairly steady, basically what I realized was to shoot a good headshot, you have to kind of come outside yourself and shoot the shot. You know, there is the shot that is the headshot. Whatever's trendy at that point, that's what you need. You need that shot. You need to figure out the perfect way to do it. And you just repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. That is the process and again, I'm not saying this in an insulting way, but that's that's the process for a headshot photographer, and it was not for me. I'd be trying to do funky things and weird things, and it's like, this is not a good headshot. This is a great portrait, but it's not a good headshot. So I decided that it wasn't for me, so I kind of slowed down and eventually kind of petered off. Every once in a while, I'll do a headshot. I obviously can do headshots and do them for friends of mine. I do them for friends of friends and the occasional person that reaches out. I do corporate portraits, stuff like that. But again, Doing that let me learn lots about lighting, lots about making all different types of people look good, lots about interacting with people, even though that part of my business wasn't the most successful. And then that brought me into an area where I really did find success that I really did love doing, which was shooting musicians. I started shooting lots of artists, right? Whether they be uh, instrument, you know, pianists and, and guitarists or people that were singers and rappers and stuff like that. And I found myself meeting and photographing a lot of these people. Sometimes the live stuff, that wasn't really something. I loved going to live shows. I didn't love photographing them. But being able to sit with them and go, okay, we need to make this portrait of you with something cool. And I can shoot this real clean headshot because you might want that on the inside of the CD. CDs, right? Uh, but here, let's shoot something funky. Let's go to Times Square. Let's do this with lighting. Let's do it like this. Let's do it like this fashion shot. And creating some awesome stuff. Here I found something that I really liked. And from that, I even participated in helping people with some Music videos, because again, that video thing that I kept touching on that I wasn't super successful with kept coming back, but skills I learned, lighting, learning new things. Again, and that got me more into film production again, and I started doing some little bit of gaffing. And then through all of that, funny enough, my sister decided to take up filmmaking and you know doing editing, basically. We started producing some films together, and we messed around a little bit. My niece was an actress, and it was really fun. We, we helped some like indie people in Maine, and it was really fun. Nothing super exciting and or great, but it was just fun to be part of it. And again, I never, that I didn't approach as if I was going to do it as a career. I was just kind of having fun. And sometimes that's what we got to do, right? So through that, now I've learned a lot and I've moved on. And if you notice, most of my business now is video. I make videos <laughs> for this podcast. I make videos for Adorama. I make videos for my YouTube channel. I make videos for other people. I know a lot about video and video lighting. That all came from that little spark that I failed on some level at 
way back in 1998, before some of you were even born, probably. And that's it, right? When we try something and it doesn't work out for us, so I'm going to use the word fail because you shouldn't be afraid of the word fail. Then we need to look at it and say, what did we learn here? Did we learn that the market wasn't right for us? That it wasn't something that fit into our business model? That it wasn't, we just weren't the people for it? We didn't have the skill set? Did we learn we didn't like it? Did we learn it was just not the thing? And then those things that we learn, we can spin into what will eventually work and become success. Every single success, small or big, is built on failures. If you never try and never fail, you won't grow. If you don't grow, you won't succeed in more high-end, high-level stuff. As much as we always only want to talk about our successes, it is those failures that move us forward. Shooting the really, you know, cheesy, you know, first editorial for a magazine that you are embarrassed to show anybody, T doing a terrible portrait shoot where you're just trying to learn. We figure things out. It's humbling and it's educational. And again, this is just in life in general, but especially in the arts. Always be trying, always be failing, because that's what will build up your successes. Keep on trucking, as they say. You know, I uh, I can't remember exactly what the shirt said, but I had a, when I used to ski when I was younger, and I'd probably break my hip, and it said, um, no guts, no glory, no falls, and you can imagine what the this last part said. But the idea was that you'd get people that would go skiing, and they'd go down like the medium slopes, whatever, and I skied all day and didn't fall once. Those people never got great. I was the kind of person that went on those black diamond, if you know anything about skiing, courses and fell on my butt constantly and flipped over and lost my skis and broke things and not bones, but you know, my ski poles. And But I became good at skiing because those failures taught me. If I always just went down that medium slope that was easy, I would never have been able to do the tougher slopes. The same is true in your art. You've got to push yourself beyond where you're at just to see what will happen. You don't set yourself up and go, I'm going to create this whole other business that's completely different. I don't have any skill set or any knowledge in and then be upset and sad when you fail. Instead, dip into areas that are interesting to you or that look interesting. And if they don't work, recognize that, take what you can from it, back out and go forward in the direction that works for you. This is how we build long-term careers. As usual, I would love to hear from you. Like I said, this is the season finale of season two, but I will, it's not like I'm going away. So you can send me an email. There is a link in the show notes. You can join the Discord and chat with me. Obviously, check out my other channels. If you want me to read something on the air or you want, you know, something like that, you can record it. You can tell me to read it. Otherwise, if you send me an email, I usually just take it in and maybe sometimes reply if it's relevant. Sometimes people just send me articles, which is very nice. Thank you. And yeah, stick with what you're doing. Fail a bunch, succeed. I was going to say succeed even more, but succeed in the end and you'll be good. I'll talk to you soon.